Welcome to Closer Look. I'm Mario Morgan. So the test shows a plus sign or two little blue lines, or maybe they're red. But a girl is shocked. She's scared. What will she do? She needs somewhere to turn. Don Marie Perez is the executive director of StandUpGirl.com. It's an online resource that points girls to life-affirming pregnancy centers near them. Don Marie, thanks for spending some time with us on Closer Look. Thank you for having me. Tell me how StandUpGirl.com works. So a young woman is thinks she might possibly be pregnant or maybe she just thinks she has pregnancy symptoms. She's not really sure. And so she goes out to the internet and types in, could I be pregnant? Am I possibly pregnant? What are pregnancy symptoms? And Stand Up Girl website comes up and our mission is to have these girls be able to find life-affirming information through us. And then we connect them with a local pregnancy center in their neighborhood. And this could be anywhere around the world because we work very closely with Heartbeat International, which right now is the largest pregnancy center organization in the world. Our donors financially support the fact that we go and spend close to $10,000 a month through advertising on internet search engines. So if a woman's out there looking for information, or even if she's searching for information about abortion, she finds stand-up girl, and we have thousands and thousands of stories from girls who have been in that situation, and we just built this community of women being able to help each other and guide each other and provide hope and courage that these young women will choose life for their baby. Who is the girl that reaches out to you? Who do you hear from? Typically, our um, target audience is 12 to 24-year-old women. 12 to 24. Yeah, and that's not always the case. Um, We have a gal who um, has been a speaker for us at some of our events. She was 39, found out she was pregnant, and she was not married. And she came and found us on the website and built a relationship with one of our volunteers and um, her daughter just turned 16 this year. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, it, it really, we want to be there for anybody who is in a moment of crisis. And we've had women who have come to us who have had an abortion. Now they find themselves um, having a lot of difficulties in their life. They're um, getting dependent on drugs or alcohol or having difficulty keeping relationships. And they come to us for help and we get them connected with a center or some of our resources like Rachel's Vineyard that does counseling for post-abortive women because we want to help them. Um, we are really pro-love. We want to be able to love on anybody that is in a situation where they're scared, they're not sure what to do, and we want to be there for them and, and be that friend that comes alongside them and that gives them resources they need that they could probably find if they were really looking. But in the moment of crisis, you know, you just can't think straight. And these young girls that come to us are like, my life has changed and I'm not going to graduate from high school and I'm never going to become the nurse I wanted to become. And and they're so afraid, you know, my parents are going to kick me out. My boyfriend's going to leave me. And we just want to come alongside them and put our arm around them through the internet and say, hey, we're here for you. And we're going to help you. Why call it Stand Up Girl? As they were just brainstorming about what is the best way for us to reach out to girls in crisis and what are we trying to do? Well, we're trying to get them to stand for life. Stand Up Girl. That's it. We want these girls to stand up and make a life decision for them and for their child. 
um, when when Stand Up Girls started, we actually were like a sister organization under Oregon Right to Life. And then they quickly realized that people wanted a place to be able to support life, but they didn't want it linked to an organization that might be politically linked. So that's why Santa Girl became its own 5013C in 2001. And um, we have been separate from them, but they are a great support for us. So it's it's really important to stand up girl to the founders and to the volunteers and employees that this is not about politics. It's not about the debate. Absolutely. Not about it. All. We do not support any any political debates or support um, anything that is like, politically driven. You know, we kind of just are in a lot of ways we're under the radar. If you go to standupgirl.com, it's not obvious to you that we're pro-life. We're there to help you. And so our target is that abortion-minded girl. They get to the website and they start reading these stories. And unless you are um, a pro-life advocate, it's not directly obvious when you come to our site that we are, we're, we're fighting for life. Our goal, as I said, is we want to love on these women and get them to see that there is a life growing inside of them. It's, and we want them to understand that at the moment of conception, this child is growing inside of you. We really focus on our ability to provide you support, love. It's confidential. It's still your decision, but we're here to help you with whatever questions you have. And we want to be able to guide you to someone locally that you can get a face-to-face relationship with that will continue to support you, whether that's um, emotionally, um, physically, or through resources like clothing and diapers and baby food and your doctor's appointments. And, you know, we help girls um, several times a year, we're helping girls get into maternity homes because they have nowhere to go. They might be living on the street and they're pregnant. Well, we have a list of pregnancy, of, excuse me, of maternity homes and we get connected with them and I connect these girls with the directors and they get them into a place where they can live throughout their pregnancy and then for up to a year after their child is born. And they either they either have them go to school or they're teaching them job skills and teaching them responsibilities and the girls have to cook for each other in the house and take turns babysitting each other's kids and just providing them all these life skills that they weren't getting somewhere else. I'm Maria Morgan. This is Closer Look. My guest is Dawn Marie Perez. She's the executive director of Stand Up Girl. So maternity homes are still a thing. I don't know that I knew that. Yes. And, you know, there are maternity homes going on around the country and around the world that are still functioning. We have two very close to us here in Oregon. And one of them um, only can take girls that are 18 years older and the other one can take girls that are younger than 18 years. And they accept girls from anywhere in the country. They don't have to be from Oregon. And so they are a great resource for um, when we we do get girls um, quite often and like, look, I'm on the streets and I'm pregnant and I want to keep my baby, but I know I can't raise my child on the street. And I don't know where to go. And so the maternity homes have, are such a blessing. And, you know, ultimately um, our goal is, hey, you have a heavenly father that loves you. You are not alone. And we want to introduce them to Christ and pray with them and hope that they'll come along and choose to have a relationship with God and know that he's going to forgive them for 
what what they consider a mistake in their life, and he is going to show grace and mercy and guide them on a different path. And it's maybe not the one they thought they were going to go on, but you know what? It's a different path and it could be a great path. I'm a girl who just found out I'm pregnant or I'm pretty sure I am and I'm, I'm scared to find out. What will I Google that will take me to standupgirl.com? It could be a variety of things, but our number one set of keywords that are, we get our traffic from is pregnancy symptoms. What are the symptoms of being pregnant? And then also they could type in where to find an abortion. And we are paying for our ads to show up on that first page. Um, if you go Google the word abortion right now, there are millions of websites that are going to come up. And our goal is to have Stand Up Girl show up on that first page of their Google search. And when they click on the Stand Up Girl link and they come to our website, they were going to find several ways that they can talk to someone right at that moment. Really? Immediately? Yeah, immediately. We have 24-7 chat room. We have text counseling so they could text our phone number. And we have 24-7 counselors available for them to text, hey, this is what's going on. They can email us and we respond within 24 hours. Or for some of the girls, they just spend hours on our website reading the stories of other girls who were in that exact same situation as they were. And they read the stories and see, you know what, there are options. And and these are all stories from girls who have sent them to us. So they're real life stories. And here are all these women that have been through there. And you know what, they're here to talk to you. At the end of 2021, we had reached 54 million people through our website in 20 years. That is incredible. They can do the same thing on Facebook. Um, We last year alone had 17 million interactions on our Facebook page. Wow. You know, not just viewing our posts, but interacting with them, sending us messages. And so Messenger through social media is becoming another way that the girls are contacting us. We have volunteers that are manning our email address, um, our Facebook, our messenger, the chat room. And so girls are coming in and talking to someone. And most of the time, that is a volunteer who has been in the same situation that they are in. I'm Maria Morgan. This is Closer Look. My guest is Don Marie Perez. She's the executive director of StandUpGirl.com, which is a website for pointing girls and women to a pregnancy center near them, wherever they are. One of the things I noticed when I was visiting the site was there's somebody named Becky. Is Becky a real person? Becky is a real person. And Becky's story is really um, a God story because the founders of Stand Up Girl, one of them was a gentleman who is an engineer here in Oregon. And he was very pro-life. And he said, you know, he's always reading statistics. and, And he said, look, in 2001, it's the first time ever that more young people are spending time on a computer than they are watching TV. So how do we start reaching them through a computer? And he said, you know, we need to have this website. And people thought, you know, that's not going to work. Well, he reached out to a gentleman that he knows that does some, you know, video production and website production. And he happened to reside in Canada. And the two of them got together and said, okay, let's design this website. Well, when the website first started, people would come to the website, but there was nothing interactive about what was going on. It was just reading information. And they decided, hey, we need somebody who can interact because 
we're starting to get people sending us letters like to the support line and the, the webmasters getting letters from girls saying, hey, I'm pregnant. I'm not sure what to do. And the gentleman in Canada's name is Anton Costa. And Anton said, you know, I think there's a young gal in my church who might just be perfect for this. And he approached Becky and said, Becky, you know, we have this website and we're reaching out to young women. And, you know, I think that you would just be a perfect face for the website. Becky was listening to Anton's story. Anton was sharing how they're trying to help these young women. And she just started to cry. She said, did you know my story? And he said, I don't know what you're talking about. And she said, well, I was 20 years old and I was at Stephenville College in Ohio and found that I was pregnant. And everything going through my mind was, I think I need to have an abortion. My dad's a pastor. My parents are believers. They're going to disown me. What am I going to do? And she just told Anton that, you know, you came to me yet not knowing my story. Absolutely. I want to help. Well, Becky lives in a very rural area in Ottawa, Canada, didn't even have a computer or internet access at her house. And so they started with printing out the the emails that were coming in, mailing them to Becky. She would handwrite the responses and send them back and somebody would reply to these young women. And Becky now, 20 years later, has nine children and she still volunteers and helps answer letters on the website. He ended up with more spokesperson than he realized. (laughs) Absolutely. This young, cute girl was going to be this great spokesperson. And she said, you know what? This is totally a God thing because I was in that position and I can tell you, you know, all these thoughts were running through my mind and all these people would just kept talking to me and there was so much outside influence. It's like I couldn't even make my own decision. And so she has just been instrumental in the way she shares her story with the girls that come to the website. And this, I really believe the success of our being able to interact with the girls and also just have this community is because of how strong Becky has been with her situation and her walk and be able to share it with the other girls. How do you tailor your message or how do you find interaction with the international community, with girls in from other countries? How is it similar? How is it different? Well, the the difference will be oftentimes they'll send us um, uh, email in their native language. And so we then translate that answer it, translate it back and send it back to them. And so there's a little delay in there because we're using Google Translate and it's not perfect. But um, I would say that 90% of the girls that are writing to us, even internationally, know enough English that they're able to communicate the situation that they're in. And we have a huge, a huge group of girls that come to us from the Philippines um, because abortion is not legal there, yet they found themselves um, pregnant, out of wedlock, and that also is not something that is, uh, it's very frowned upon. And so they find themselves in situations where, look, I'm pregnant and we're not married and we're not going to get married. And so we have been working with Heartbeat International um, as they're reaching out to countries to make sure that we're getting pregnancy help centers in these areas where a lot of girls are coming for help because of the network through Heartbeat International. Um, for instance, we were just helping a young lady in Nigeria who was in college, but is pregnant now and she doesn't have anywhere to go. And over Christmas break, they were stopping school. 
and she was staying with a friend. She didn't know where to go. She had no job. She was going to lose her scholarship if she left school and just all these problems that were compounding on this 19-year-old girl who's five months pregnant. And so we started working with three organizations in her area and got her in contact with them. And they were able to find her a pregnancy, a maternity home that she could go and stay in. And they actually went to the college and worked with her at the college. So the college would allow her to keep her scholarship and continue to go to school. And, you know, when those things happen, you just sit back and say, wow, I have never met this girl. I'm not even sure what she looks like. Yet we were be able to communicate with people across the world and help this young gal um, continue on her path and the goals that she wanted and still have life for her child coming up in the future. And so, you know, that happens overseas. And then here in the U.S., you know, the girls will just email us or chat with us. And it's a lot easier because every state has at least, you know, maybe except for maybe Wyoming, I shouldn't say every state. There are a few states where the distance between cities is very far. But most states have anywhere between 20 and 50 pregnancy care centers in their state. And so we are able to find a location for girls to go to that could be, you know, anywhere between two and 15, 20 miles away and giving them the opportunity that they're close enough that they could get the help that they need. I'm Maria Morgan. This is Closer Look. My guest is Don Marie Perez. She's the executive director of Stand Up Girl. Where do you get your list of pregnancy centers? How do you, do you vet them? Do they contact you? Because we cannot obviously go around the world and vet 2,200 pregnancy centers. We have a very close relationship with Heartbeat International and we are also an affiliate of their organization. Um, there's two other organizations, CareNet, and birthright. And through those three organizations, we have a list of all the pregnancy care centers around the world that are associated with them. So there's two ways that we can get a young girl connected with a pregnancy center. One of those is pregnancy centers will actually have a link on the Stand Up Girl website. So if a girl comes to Stand Up Girl and there's a pregnancy center that is working with us and is within a 50 to 100 mile radius of that center, their information shows up right on our homepage. And we did that because I was finding that girls would come to us and tell their story. Then we'd send them to Option Line and they'd tell them their story. And then Option Line would connect them with a pregnancy center. And I sat down one day and I said, you know, we are probably losing girls because they don't want to tell their story three times. Telling it once is hard enough. So we started having the pregnancy centers information show up on our homepage. So if you go to our homepage, there's a little bar that says local pregnancy support here. Right there on the homepage, the girls do not have to go to our chat. They don't have to text council. They can click right on the link and it says this center is, you know, 4.2 miles from your location. So we're using a geolocator to locate where they're coming in from their IP address, and then we show them the pregnancy centers in their area. What do you think is the most important aspect of your website? Would you say it's that geolocator or something else? I think that the most important and probably the critical essence of Stand Up Girl that makes it so successful is the community of girls that are helping other girls. 
that's really through the stories, through the videos. Um, we have like a blog area where girls have blog, been blogging their story and sharing their story. And I believe that community of girls who have been in similar situations is really um, essential to giving these girls hope that, you know what, this isn't the end of my life. This isn't the end of my story. It's just a different chapter. And they can see all these young women who have been there and have been able to continue on with what their hopes and dreams were for themselves while still having their child. And now they have a child who's enjoying those things with them. This community of girls and stories and videos and we have podcasts, when those all come together and the girls can listen and know that they're not alone, I really think it gives them that hope to say, you know what, I can do this. A lot of these girls come back and say, my, my son or my daughter was the best thing that ever happened to me. And some of them say they, they're honest. They're like, is it easy? No. Is it, is it cost a lot of money? Yeah. But you know what? Those are just small steps on the step to the future. And so um, I, I would have to say that the chat and the emails are great. But when you look at the fact that we have somewhere between eight and 10,000 visitors to the website every day, it's the wealth of information on the site that really gives um, the, the hope to these girls and the courage for them to go on. Obviously, most of these young women are reaching out because they're feeling alone and the father of the child probably isn't involved. But Stand Up Girl does reach out to young men as well. Yes, we um, started that. It's been about three years now because we actually had people asking that. But what about the guys? But what about the guys? And I said, well, you know, that's a great question. And so we had a young um, teacher who's was going to, uh, he's teaching at a Christian school here in Oregon. And he said, you know, I would like to be there and write you some stories for some of these young men so they can see that, you know, we really need them to stand up and have really the heart of a man. Like one of our stories is the heart of a man. And um, he helps them understand what is their role in all of this? What can they do to make um, this situation a positive situation? And then we have a video on our website and it's called Become a Stand-Up Guy. And this is actually um, one of our volunteers. He was a junior in high school and she was a senior in high school. And um, the first time that they decided to have sex that she got pregnant. Kyle has his video on our website sharing his perspective and how he wanted to be a professional football player. And he was devastated. What do I do now? But he said, you know what? I needed to stand up and do the right thing for her and for our baby. And they both finished high school and their daughter was born um, when Tika was a senior in high school. You know, his story, their story together is just incredible to say, you know, we could have been that statistic. We could have been that teenage pregnancy statistic. And Kyle talks about how, you know, guys, you need to stand up and do the right thing because you are the father to this child. And he just wants to encourage them along with the stories that we have on the site. Just basically saying, you got this, dad, you can do it. I'm Maria Morgan. This is Closer Look. My guest is Don Marie Perez. She's the executive director of Stand Up Girl. Don Marie, 
future plans for expansion, uh, ways specifically to reach the Gen Z generation? What is Stand Up Girl thinking about and, and looking at for the future? Like every year and a half to two years, we totally revamp the way the website even looks because um, girls are dressing different, you know, that different things are in style. And so we are trying always to even keep our marketing materials up to date with images of girls that look like the girls that we're trying to help. And having, you know, Becky, Becky's now in her 50s. So taking pictures of Becky now is not going to be reaching our target audience. So we have other girls that have come along and said, hey, I'll be a model for Seeing Up Girl. And several of the girls that we use in our marketing materials were also teenage moms or they are children of teenage moms. And their life story is part of Stand Up Girl. And and really at the essence of all of that is everybody who is on our staff or our volunteers has a relationship with the Lord. And we know that God is the one blessing our work. And we are watching how how are the girls coming to the site. And right as of 2000, end of 2021, 94% of our visitors are coming to us on a mobile device. So one of the things that we are constantly fine-tuning is making sure that everything on the site is mobile-enabled, everything is visible so the girls aren't trying to scroll around and see everything. And then for that point, um, I think what we just need to do is really just stay in tune with what's going on with social media and where are the girls, you know, where are they going and where are they looking for information? And so, you know, there's... Um, Snapchat and Instagram and all these things, but we still are finding that when it comes to actually looking for information or trying to gather information, they're going to Facebook. And the second largest like search engine on the internet right now is YouTube. And so we have a YouTube channel and we have YouTube videos on there. Um, and then they can also go from that back to Stand Up Girl. And so just keeping ourselves present in the moment where all these kids are, I think is going to be the key to, are we continuing to make an impact as we um, move forward? We had a study done by um, the economics department at George Fox University, and they took all the statistics of stand-up girls visitors in the U.S. since 2012 through present, and they compared that to the drop in abortion rates. And based on their study, they were able to, um, with great certainty, say that, yes, Stand Up Girl is making an impact on lowering the abortion rate in the United States and on focusing on our mission, which is to reach those 12 to 24-year-olds and that teenage group with information that they understand that they can you know, relate to and be able to um, use as a tool to make informed decisions as they go forward. And they were also able to say that over the last eight years or nine years, that for every $20 that Stand Up Girl has spent on advertising, um, there's a potentially a life has been saved. You know, it, it just reaffirms what we're doing. And, and that's the beauty of being able to use the internet is Stand Up Girl could reach out across the world and help people and get somebody connected with them that could help them. Are we pro-life? Yes, we're pro-life, but I really like to say that we're pro-love because 
We want to love on those girls, no matter what their situation or no matter what decisions that they've made and really help them walk a new walk in life. And at that same time, our underlying goal, of course, is, you know, you have this wonderful savior out here and have a relationship with him. You can get through anything. And so let's, let me tell you about my relationship with Jesus and what he's done in my life and what he's done in these other girls' lives and why that's so important to the path that you, you can head on going future. Is there anything else you'd like us to know before we wrap up? If you have anyone who is in a situation that is in crisis, regardless of what it is, I mean, we've helped girls who have been in sex trafficking situations, in abusive situations in their family, all sorts of crisis that can happen for a young woman, when they come to us, we reach out right away to our resources. And then if you'd like to know more about standupgirl.com, you could go to our foundation website, which is standupgirlfoundation.org. And that site is for our supporters. So you're not going to find the stories from the girls on there. You're going to find the stories about what Stand Up Girls doing. And again, to get an even closer look at what girls worldwide see when they see the site, visit standupgirl.com.